You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning in to The Pregnancy Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Aeroflow. Aeroflow is a company that helps you get a breast pump through your health insurance. There can be some hoops to jump through to get a breast pump through your insurance, but Aeroflow does all of this for you and they make it so easy. To get this started, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash breast pump. I'd also like to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. If you want to get an awesome prenatal vitamin at a big discount, Zoller makes an excellent prenatal that has every requirement that I look for in a really high quality vitamin. Plus, it has omega-3s and DHA. Zoller was really generous and gave me a promo code to share with you so that you can save 25% off when you buy a month supply on Amazon. A link to the vitamins with the promo code, which is prepod25, is in the show notes and on the resources page. Last week, we talked about postpartum girdles and went through the pros and cons of those and dove into the evidence or lack of evidence to back up a lot of the claims that companies make when they market these. And if you are considering a postpartum girdle or you don't have any idea what that is, it might be a good idea to go back and listen to episode 94. This week, we are talking about the baby moon. A baby moon is a combination of baby and honeymoon, right? So it's a vacation that you take when you are pregnant before your baby arrives. This term was first coined back in the 70s, but this idea started becoming really popular in the last decade or so when celebrity couples started taking baby moons. Of course, their pictures get splashed everywhere and you get to see Kim Kardashian in a bikini and baby moon has suddenly become this big thing. This is an excellent opportunity to, one, take a vacation, which is always nice, right? And to enjoy some time with your partner before your baby arrives. Let's start with some tips on planning a baby moon. The optimal time to travel, if you are planning a vacation, is probably going to be in the second trimester. Because this is generally the most well-liked trimester, If you have morning sickness, that should be gone by then. Your hormones start to even out a little bit. And the second trimester tends to be the one when you have the most energy. Plus, as you get closer to your due date in the third trimester, especially later in the third trimester, you might just want to stick a little bit closer to home. Plus, everything is a lot bigger. You might find yourself a little bit more fatigued. So ideally, the second trimester is going to be the prime time to plan a vacation. A baby moon can be any length of time that you want. If you are currently working, you might not want to take a ton of vacation time because you're likely saving it for when your baby arrives. If you don't have 10 days or a week, what about a long weekend? I know that holiday weekends tend to be more expensive for travel hotels and just busier in most touristy destinations. But if you and your partner could even just take a Friday and or a Monday off of work, you could get out of town for a long weekend. So a baby moon does not have to be a 10-day adventure. It can just be a long weekend, or if you're not able to do that, even a short weekend. 
Of course, everybody's different when it comes to planning for vacations and for baby moons. And I get it. We don't all have several thousand dollars to spend on a luxurious vacation. If you do, by all means, please splurge and go enjoy yourself. Planning for a baby also means planning financially. And I know firsthand that this can be stressful. You and your partner might be looking at potentially taking time off work unpaid or at a reduction from your normal salary. You're looking at incurring medical bills. You're looking at incurring costs for new things like cribs, clothes, diapers. And then you may even be thinking way ahead to starting to fund your baby's college. Thinking about spending money on a vacation before your baby even gets here might stress you out more when you're just adding up all the financial implications of it. A vacation can be as expensive or as inexpensive as you want it to be, and more expensive doesn't always mean better. So even if you have a very limited budget or not much of a budget at all, don't think that you can't have a baby moon because there are infinite possibilities to plan something around any kind of budget. When you are thinking about where to go, this might not be the best time to go to a major party destination. Obviously, you're not drinking alcohol and you might not want to go somewhere where that's going to be the main focus. Or you might just need to adjust your plans. If you're going to Las Vegas, you're probably not going to be enjoying free drinks and gambling all night or going to clubs, but you could plan your trip around doing some sightseeing, eating at some great buffets or restaurants, and relaxing by the pool. Stereotypically, a baby moon is to a tropical beach, but it doesn't have to be. Zika virus, unfortunately, is still an issue when you're pregnant, so that's likely going to rule out a lot of tropical destinations. I did cover Zika virus in episode 54, and that episode is still very relevant. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And I'm also going to link in the show notes to the CDC's website where you can see a world map and what areas to avoid because of the risk of Zika virus. So that's definitely something to keep in mind when you are planning where to go. Also, don't forget about the staycation. Of course, it can be really nice to get out of town and somewhere new, but it can also be nice to stay local and just pretend that you're on vacation. You can get a hotel or go eat at that new fancy restaurant that you've been wanting to check out take a long walk through downtown, do things that you don't normally do. You can even get out and see some local tourist attractions. If you're on a budget and you don't want to get a hotel, you can still take a long or short weekend to be on a staycation and just do some things that you wouldn't normally do. Don't run errands, skip going to the grocery store, don't pick up your dry cleaning. You know, don't do the things that you normally get done on the weekend. Just enjoy hanging out with your partner and doing some different things like you would if you were on vacation. If you are not doing a staycation and you are planning to travel to a destination, I did talk about traveling during pregnancy in episode 53, and I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. And you can take a vacation without hopping on an airplane. I'm sure that you have a lot of cool destinations that are just a short drive away. Depending on where you live, you might be able to take a train somewhere. Like I said, don't just assume that a baby moon means that you have to hop on an airplane and fly to an island somewhere. 
Keep an open mind about a baby moon and think creatively. You have so many more options than just traditional hotels. Maybe one of your parents or relative has a lake house or a cabin in the mountains that you can take advantage of. If you've never tried Airbnb, it is an awesome website where you can rent a room in somebody's home or even their entire home or apartment instead of doing a hotel. And I've tried out Airbnb in a couple destinations and have always had really awesome experiences. But sometimes the best vacations come when you think a little bit outside the box. So now that we've talked about a lot of tips for planning your baby moon, I want to talk about a few things to really make the most out of your baby moon. And we're going to do those right after a really quick word from today's sponsors. A few years ago when I was pregnant, I spent hours coordinating with my insurance company and medical device companies trying to get a breast pump covered through my health insurance. In the end, it all worked out, but it was a huge ordeal. Luckily for you, Aeroflow is a company that is going to handle all of this on your behalf. They call your insurance company and figure out all the details like how much you qualify for and when your insurance will approve shipping a pump to you. They're going to get in touch with your doctor or midwife to get all the paperwork that they need for the insurance to cover the pump. And then they're going to get in touch with you to help you pick out the right breast pump for your needs. I really wish that this was around back when I spent hours going through this process. Aeroflow carries all of the major brands like Medela, Spectra, and Evenflow. Most insurance companies will cover a pump about a month before your due date, but you don't need to wait to get this process started. You can knock it off your list anytime during your pregnancy. To get started and check this item off your to-do list, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash breast pump. You could easily spend hours comparing prenatal vitamins to try and find the right one for you. There are a lot of brands out there. I have done significant research and several episodes on prenatal vitamins and the contents of them. And I've also personally tried a lot of different brands. And there's one that really stands out that I really like. And that is the Prenatal Plus DHA from Zoller. They make a really high quality prenatal that includes the active form of folate that in my research I found to be preferable over folic acid. And very few prenatal vitamins go through the trouble to put this in their vitamin. And the Zoller prenatal has omega-3s and DHA. So it's going to eliminate the need to take a separate DHA or omega-3 supplement. Hands down, this is my recommendation for a prenatal vitamin. And you can save some money when you buy it. You can get 25% off a one-month supply when you buy them on Amazon, which is already the cheapest place to find them online. I will put a link to the vitamins with the promo code, which is prepod25 in the show notes, and it's also on the resources page of the website. Okay, so we covered a lot of things to think about when you were planning your baby moon. So let's talk about some tips to make the most out of your trip or staycation, whatever it is that you end up planning. One is talk to your doctor or midwife before you go if you are traveling. You want to get any advice from them that they may have, especially in relation to any particulars of your pregnancy. And also, it's not a bad idea to find out if there's a way to get a hold of them when you are out of town. 
it's always just a good idea to let your care provider know that you are getting out of town. A tip that I am such a huge fan of is unplugging. Turn your phone off and don't check your email and stay off Facebook and Instagram. This is especially a really good tip if you are taking a staycation because you are more likely to feel like you aren't at home if you're not constantly on your phone. And remember, a baby moon is really an opportunity to connect and enjoy some time with your partner. So stay off your phones and enjoy some face-to-face time. Speaking of your partner, it can be a big challenge with all of the planning going on leading up to your baby arriving to really make sure to focus on having time with your partner. Once your baby's here, the two of you becomes the three of you. And while I am still a big believer that vacations do not have to end once you have a baby, they definitely do change. And a baby moon is an awesome opportunity to really spend some time connecting with your partner and enjoying your family before it gets bigger. Another tip for making the most out of your baby moon is to make some time to relax. There are a million things going on in preparing for a baby. So take this opportunity to relax and try and enjoy some downtime. It might even be nice to take a break from reading baby books or listening to podcasts and just focus on spending some quality time with your partner. Of course, relaxation is different for everybody, and it's totally up to you. On the flip side, traveling time or relaxing by a pool could be a good opportunity to catch up on some of that reading or some of those podcasts. But please plan some time to do whatever is relaxing for you. If you can, a baby moon is an excellent time to splurge and treat yourself especially to something at the spa, like a prenatal massage, which can be amazing and a really nice splurge. You and your partner might even want to consider doing a couple's massage. And if that's not your thing, maybe you can get a facial or a pedicure. If you enjoy the spa and want to treat yourself to some kind of treatment, please take advantage of it if you can. If you are traveling somewhere with sunshine and warm weather or a pool or a beach, I have to just mention something about swimsuits when you're pregnant. Please wear whatever swimsuit you are comfortable in during your pregnancy. And if you want to sport a teeny tiny bikini with your huge belly, please by all means do it. I had someone tell me during my first pregnancy that when you were pregnant, you should never wear a bikini and that you should only wear a one piece. And if you actually go online and shop for maternity bikinis, this is all you're going to find. Let me please tell you that that is not a thing. Wear whatever swimsuit you want, whether it's one piece or a two piece. It's entirely up to you, but please do not feel like you have to hide your bump from the sunshine. You probably want to put sunscreen on it, but you don't have to completely cover it up if you don't want to. Another baby moon tip is to please take pictures. During your life, you spend such a short time actually pregnant. Please take some photos, especially when you're on vacation. You're likely have some great backdrops that are going to make for gorgeous photos. Plus, you're on vacation. This is a super fun time. It's just you and your partner. And this is going to be something that you want to remember. So please take some photos. Another tip is 
don't be shy about telling the airline that you're flying or when you're checking into the hotel, the front desk, that you are on your baby moon. It's possible that you could get free upgrade and it never hurts to mention it. So you might as well. If you are planning on taking a baby moon, I sincerely hope that you have an amazing time. And if you're not planning on taking a baby moon, that's okay too. Not everybody decides to take it. It's not mandatory. And really like everything pregnancy related, it is completely up to you. And also, this is not your last chance for a vacation for the next 18 years. Your life's not over when you have kids. You can still travel. You can still take vacations. Is it going to be exactly the same as when it was just you and your partner? No, definitely not. It is going to be different, but that's not a bad thing. To recap today's episode, we talked all about what the heck a baby moon is and went through a pile of tips on planning for your baby moon and some tips to make the most out of it and enjoy it. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com. You can find notes and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash episode 95. You can find me on Twitter at PregPodcast or Pregnancy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also join the Pregnancy Podcast community on Facebook. Facebook. 